Welcome to another episode of the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo. We appreciate you being here today. And as we do every Friday, we have here in the studio Philip Washington, Jr. He's our financial guru. We are continuing his series called Mind Over Money, Rewiring Your Financial Attitude. We'll talk about uh, excuses that people make. I'm too afraid of change. I don't want to sacrifice my current happiness. I'm too overwhelmed by the complexity of investing. Stay tuned. Here we go. We are doing your uh, continuing series, Mind Over Money, Rewiring Your Financial Attitude. This is now series number eight. These are excuses that people come up with so that they don't take their finances to the next level. You, you know what? Let's, I, I, I heard that last time and I was like, maybe, maybe, maybe let's call them like uh, excuses are actually like an accurate word, but I, 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 I think they're more like from a, thinking of a helpful way to say it that won't cause resistance in anybody's spirit, more like a false beliefs that have oh, been implanted in our minds, right? False beliefs that we allow to hold us back, which is an excuse. So yeah. I know I'm being technical on the words, but I feel like some people have a negative. So they're like, I'm not making an excuse. This is just how it is. Are you going nerd on me? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just thinking through the... <laughs> I'm trying to weave through people's belief systems and like get the information in there above the little person that goes, I'm like, oh, this is just how it is. Should we get to number one? Let's get to number one. I'm too afraid of change to alter my financial mindset. To me, this means, all right, I have an eight to five job. I donate X amount of dollars or, or X percentage to my 401k and that's it. I don't, I don't. I'm afraid to go any further than that. Yeah, they're like, the box is comfortable. I mm. got my box. I'm living in it. I'm good. Like, you know, it's cool to have a it's cool to have a house, but, like, my box is good, right? And so, and it's more like a mental box. Oh, you, but, because your box is comfortable. Because your box is comfortable. It's what I'm used to. It's padded. Mm-hmm. It's I got, got blankets in it. Got blankets in it. You know, I even got, you know, nowadays with a cell phone, you can have streaming TV. Yeah. You know, it is, it is, it's easy, right? And by the way, like, that's cool. Here's the reality, though, of the way things work is um, life progresses with or without us. And to the extent that we keep pace with life, mm-hmm. uh, it becomes... Uh, less energy to maintain our mood, right? So like, so like, uh, it's going to take, you know, let's go back to the box analogy. You know, if, let's go to the the nine to five analogy, right? Yeah. And I'm going to use a specific example of um, somebody working. Like it, it, if, if you were a developer in Silicon Valley over the last decade, you made lots of money, right? You were like, you could demand the job you want. They had to pay you a lot of money because developing was a relative scarce job, right? Just and I'm talking about the the technical of like knowing code and being able to code uh, from a development standpoint, right? So right. you fast forward to today where artificial intelligence can basically code, right? N- now it 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 opened up the market to let's say let's say only ten percent of people can code. Now, like 100% of people who want to code can code because the computer can take prompts 
and translate it into code to put it into the computer. Now, I know hardcore coders are going to be like, yeah, but you, you know, it's not going to be perfect. Like, I get that. But what I'm saying is like, just like I am, you and I are not a radio station. Right. 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 But we're creating a podcast that's reaching people, you know, like the access is open, which means like there's going to be a new level of value created uh, for those, the barrier to entry is gone, right? And so if you don't keep pace with that, like if you're, when you see all the radio people and the ESPN folks are creating podcasts, right? After they saw these podcasters making more money and getting more leverage than them, right? So, so right? So the so the so the the, the best, the cream of the crop, are going to transition and they're going to maintain. But like everybody who is just uh, a coder, right? Or an example of a radio broadcast that just broadcasting and they were just getting money because they were just a part of the system right now it's getting dismantled and transferring over here and if you're not during the transfer it's going to become harder and harder to be relevant because like who still listens to radio i mean sorry steve i know you do yeah (laughs) (laughs) A, a little bit so really it's it's don't be afraid of change or 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 transition that, uh-huh. mm-hmm. And 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 it's funny because uh, you, while you were recording your podcast, Wealth Building Made Simple, I I was looking at uh, because there. Have you seen it on Facebook where people are are complaining about self checkout grocery? <laughs> yeah, I saw a funny one on that. Go ahead. Right. So I I looked it up on uh, on our favorite AI site, and I said. Uh, I said, name some things that have transitioned from full serve to self serve. Gas stations, uh, online shopping, ATMs. Remember when you had to actually go into the bank right. to get money? Uh, fast food restaurants, airports, libraries have all become self serve. Mm-hmm. And grocery stores are headed that way too. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. So let's go to number two. I don't want to sacrifice my current happiness for future financial security. And you know what that tells me? That someone's having too much fun. <laughs> right, right. Um, it's funny because I don't even understand that statement. I'm like, all right, you're too happy. I, w- I try to put my mind in the con- in, in, in the in put myself in the mind of the person that says it, and I'm like, what a happy person actually says. Uh, I don't want to sacrifice my current happiness or future financial security. Like, how do we get from there to there? I think what it translates to is kind of like the one we did before. I'm comfortable, right? This makes me happy. Like, it may, it 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 makes me happy to have a monopoly on knowledge of this way of doing business. I think that's what it really saying is, mm-hmm. hey, like I was the smartest person in the room in this area and this way of doing business. And so you're asking me to like become, quote unquote, dumb again. So I have to learn a new way. Right. The kids are already ahead of me. So like they're already smarter than me. And I don't want to admit that. So I'm going to stay the smartest person in the room. Right. I'm going to, you know, I'm a, you know, let me let me let me pick on somebody, you know. Yeah. I'm a I'm a Walmart executive in 1999. And if you want to sell, if you want to sell through mass distribution, you got to come through me. And Jeff Bezos said, how about this? How about we sell on the Internet? And then, like, you can just bypass those folks if you got a product you want to sell. They're not as important as as they think they are. Well, that mindset to me, I don't want to sacrifice my current happiness 
for future financial security reminds me personally of when I was in my young 20s and um, working in radio, making a little bit of money and spending every dollar I had on my happiness. And even the talk show host that I worked with at that time says, don't forget to pay yourself and take 10% of that paycheck and put it away for your future. And of course, I was young and dumb and I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and that actually is is it's a good point. And you know, I'm really on the kick of like I'm really on the kick of like appreciating spenders, right? Uh yeah. Because the world tends to demonize spending care carelessly. But if you understand that there's an infinite amount of money that you can make, you know what I mean? Like you can like if you if you are on the edge of where the world is going and you're in love with the process that you're working in to make money, like it becomes really difficult if you're in that space to like outspend the money you make because like you're like in the zone, right? You're like Steph Curry in the fourth quarter of a game that matters. Like you're Focused. not missing. Yeah. And so like I actually look back and I appreciate the irresponsible spending times because those irresponsible sp- spending times, like, you know, uh, were times that, like, through the through the problems of, like, maybe having a shortage of money after overspending, yeah. it created, like, the new money I needed, right? So, meaning, like, like, it was the necessary, like, adjustment that I needed in my, in my focus to get me back focused on, like, making money. So, I'm sad to say, yeah, man, you know, young people spending money. Carelessly, it's just part of the process. And I, I even think, like, this may sound weird. I am working consciously right now. Like, what I'm working on right now is spending more, spending more money, quote-unquote, carelessly. Like, with joy, yeah. without thinking about it. Because that's the energy that you spend that, like, brings more money, right? And I know it sounds weird. I'm saying you got to balance it with staying on budget. But I just mean there's balance, right? There's Sometimes we focus on too much on, like, the practical budget and not enough on just saying, nah, like I'm gonna spend it. I, I did an impulse buy yesterday and I can't wait till June to cash in on it. <laughs> so anyway, we got time for just a, I get one more and, and uh, to make this a, a 10 minute nugget, uh, uh, real short answer. I'm too overwhelmed by the complexity of investing, which to me, I think you had mentioned last week or a couple of weeks ago, what are there? There's something like 10,000 stocks out there. And, uh, you know, uh, where do I invest? It's it's like being a very attractive and intelligent man like you, Steve. When you hit the market, you were like, I got the pick of any woman on the planet. That's right. right? But you said, I'm going to pick an amazing woman, a wonderful woman, a great woman, and I'm going to infuse my love into this relationship and create a beautiful marriage of two minds coming together, right? So like the basic answer is like, just pick one that you love. Pick one that feels good that you love and then build wealth from that. I love you, Maria. <laughs> there you go. So <laughs> that was that was direct, right to the point. Right to the uh, point. Not only your... your uh, your answer, but my answer was absolutely direct to the point. If someone wanted to reach out to Philip Washington Jr. for um, 
For more information, how do they reach out to you? Uh, best way is wealthbuildingmadesimple.us and stonehillwealthmanagement.com. And be sure to listen to his podcast on any platform, uh, podcast platform, Wealth Building Made Simple. Awesome. Right. Yeah, thanks for throwing that in there. We do this every Friday. Philip, have a great weekend, and let's do it again next week. You too. Thanks, Steve. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in 10-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get you all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.